Hey everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to The Breakdown. Yeah, hey, your your hay was really hot there, man. You're like right there. Summer hot day. Hey! Yep, it's also good uh, hay making weather. Is it really? Well, that means it's been kind of wet, but I mean, you know, the hot sun. Oh, I know. That's, that's what causes hay, I think. Wow. I don't know. We have to get, we'll have to get a farmer. Yeah, the, the agricultural. So, I don't know. Somebody was talking about this. Oh, it was Pastor Zach <laughs> on Sunday. He was talking about the uprooting and the planting. Yeah, so we'll, we'll yeah. just call, I think so, at this point we call Ashley. He was talking about yeah, or, her ability or, or, or the McClaggins. The McClaggins, yeah. yeah. We call them McClaggins. I went to talk to Josiah. If you missed Sunday's message, um, go back and listen. Pastor Zach was talking about his own experience with the greenhouse and the grounds and the uprooting. And wow, great, powerful analogies. And uh, Josiah happens to go to church here and has his own uh, landscaping business. And he was telling me a little bit about how the Lord has taught him. And I was blown away. Like, That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Romans 120, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen in the things that he's made. Right. But, but we <laughs> have to allow the Lord to teach us. Yes. Because the Lord will use everything in your life to Absolutely. teach you. And that's his heart is yep. he will use everything. Yes. Uh, um, and then, he, but we have to be willing and ask him, yeah. show me, Lord, show me and listen. I love that too, because I, I can totally relate. I remember when the Lord really transformed my life at the age of 18. And I had always been in the field, always been in the ground, been landscaping since I was 10 or 11. And uh, this whole season of life, God just taught me about sowing and reaping, about planting and uprooting, which interestingly enough is the part of the focus of the Mm. message that Pastor Zach brought on Sunday. But before we get into that, beautiful weather, finally some nice weather, crazy torrential rains. And um, it's summer. It's what happens. And I just feel like, okay. But it was really awesome to gather together on Sunday and oh, see yes. people come no matter what. No matter what's going Absolutely. on, we're worshiping. Absolutely. I love the weather. Yeah. I, summer is my time of the year. It's awesome. I'm the happiest. I'm, it could last forever yeah. as, long, as far as I'm concerned. It's so interesting. I don't even know why I got into the weather. <laughs> it's like, that's what you talk about when you don't have anything yeah. to talk about. Apparently, Australians love to talk about the weather, too. Really? Yeah. I have an Australian friend. He says that they love to talk about the weather. Wow. Yeah. There's so many studies on that with us, uh, you know, Westerners, whether or not we just use that to, uh, I don't know, break the ice, come into it, the dialogue with, hey, kind of weather we're having. But you and mm-hmm. I have so much to talk about. So yeah. I don't know what's I going mean, on. I guess you there. can tell, like, if someone's an optimist or a pessimist by how oh, they answer that question. Now you're going. You know, I don't know. Now you're going. Maybe we can. It can be more than just small talk. <laughs> You can really assess someone's motivations. Is this what outlook. happens? Is this what happens to us in the summer? This is where the breakdown goes in the summer. This is what's happening. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. So Sunday, let's reel it back to a few days ago. Coming in on Sunday, kind of coming hot off the the weekend. Uh, we had Saturday night. We had the pursuit worship and prayer mm. night. Um, this is now the second one that we've had. Um, hopefully, you've been paying attention yeah. about the house of prayer events that have been coming up. We have the new Thursday House of Prayer evenings that we're doing in the summer. Yeah. Um, so it's just been really amazing mm-hmm. to see how God is stirring our church. And I, I wanted to ask you this, um, and it's not just our church, but it is our bride. We just kind of are, are pointing to what God is doing right now. I have had, my wife and I were just talking on the drive-in today. I've had this, this deeper sense of intercession and prayer, more so than I've ever had before in my life. Are you also- it, what are, what are the, What's the focus of it? I, I don't know. I, well, I, I, I'm sure I do. You do. Yeah. Okay. T- talk to me. Yeah. I've, I've been feeling a strong burden for um, the people in my life who do not know Jesus, who are mm. not, who are not saved. 
Mm. And the Lord's been opening lots of doors and and opportunities for me to you know do things with them and yeah. and hang out with them and form those those wow. relationships. Okay. Um, but I've been feeling a stronger. There's a burden that comes with that, okay. especially as believers, because we feel the Father's heart for them. Yeah. Um, and so that's been like my focus of intercession and uh, the pursuit worship night. Uh, Pastor John got up at the end, and if you weren't there, I'll just highlight it for you. He got up and um, he basically called us all to prayer for those um, who have written off church, wow. um, who have said, I'll, I'll never go back to church or, or who don't even, you know, they don't even have a desire for, for, for church and, mm-hmm. and for the things of God. And we did this uh, prophetic prayer where he had us face the, the four points of the compass. Wow. We prayed towards each direction uh, to call them back. Wow. It's interesting you say that now, because now that you're saying that, I'm like, okay, Lord, because I, I didn't have an answer, but like, what really was and what has been the highlight of the intercession? And it is this burden for heaven to come. Yes. And for those who don't know, to know, to, to see the captives set free, especially with, you know, part of what Pastor Zach was talking about on Sunday and part of how God has been leading my wife in this area where she's just having this burden, this evangelistic burden. Yeah, and um, which I has always agree. been on my yeah. heart as well. It's like, wow. So God saying all that to say that God is stirring right now. Yes. Stirring the hearts of his people um, for, for a deeper connection, not just for us, but for the lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, it can be in me, at least I feel like it also stirs up impatience Okay. because I can see these opportunities and these steps and like, oh, wow. Like Lord really set up like that time where I could hang out with, with my friend. Um, but it's not like there was any super deep spiritual conversation that took place, mm. but you know, it was the Lord. Yeah. So it's like, well, Lord, like I kind of want to see this fruit. Like I, <laughs> you know, but, but there's a patience that has to go along with it. Well, I think that's just it. And again, even looking into uh, what pastor John was talking about at pursuit on Saturday night or what pastor Zach was bringing to us on Sunday with the, the tree analogy that we are often looking for that progress mm-hmm. and we're not, we're not really responsible for right. seeing that fruit be born and birth. We are responsible for what the Lord told us to do. And if it's calling to pray in, um, you know, pray that time in or, or go out there, I, I think that allowing a lot of us were raised and this has sort of been the study in the past couple of years for a number of us. What is evangelism and right. what does it look like? And we've been really praying it out. And I think a number of us were grown, were really raised with this idea of, hey, man, we're going to go out there and we're mm-hmm. going to win souls. And I know I want a soul when I got a prayer and a, and a commitment. And it's like, OK, but that's great. Right. But we want prayer. We want commitment. We want discipleship, all these different things. They're all things that we've decided right. are filling the litmus test of like, oh, yeah. we know that this has happened. Yep. But it, it turns out to be like this notch on my belt, something that right. I got to do. And it's like, right. I want a soul. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then what, what also ends up happening is you, we put on this burden and responsibility that we weren't meant to carry Yeah. where it's, it's almost like I have to save this person. And, but we, we didn't go to the cross for them. No. We're not the one who is drawing them in. It's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The call goes out by the Spirit. So what we are called to do is to listen to the Spirit and, and cooperate with what the Holy Spirit is doing in that moment with yeah. that person. Yes. So in that sense, we have to be praying, Lord, help me to hear your voice. Yes. Open my, open my mind. I have the mind of Christ. Yep. 
let me give me the words of knowledge. Give me the 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 words that I have to say in that moment that let them know that there's something deeper. Because you're doing the work, yes. I have to just cooperate with the work and prophetically call heaven down. Now, see, th- this is this is it, and it goes right back to the message on Sunday because. There could be uprooting that needs to take mm-hmm. place. There could be dominion that needs there to take place. There will be uprooting. Yes. That's, that's, that's a takeaway from the message. <laughs> yes. There will be uprooting yes. in my life and, and theirs. And theirs. And, and that's the thing is like, it does come down to, I mean, if we could just kind of take a, a step up and, and look overall, I think they always say the 100,000 view look, 100,000 foot look view, can't get the words out today, but it comes down to the soil. It comes down to that soil. And as Pastor Zach was saying, so I need to take a step back and say, okay, if the Lord is moving into this place of deeper prayer and intercession, it's that intimacy with him first. Yes. And that connection yes. and that health in the soil right. is going to help me as I'm interacting and with I'm others. And I'm just getting this, um, this picture that's really encouraging me because Pastor Zach talked about amending the soil. Yes. So maybe part of those interactions mm-hmm. is this, like the salvation seed hasn't even necessarily been planted. Yeah. It's we have to amend the soil. There you go. There you go. And so you might have felt like you didn't do anything, but just like the the encouraging word that you said, the spending time, like whatever it is, obeying the Holy Spirit, part of it is just amending the soil mm-hmm. so that when that seed is planted, it yeah. really takes root and it is and it is healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes back down to like not needing to see the results. I'm yeah. not going into this situation with a result with a result in mind. Right. That's something I have to see right now. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm going into this. I care for people because God cares for people. Yes. It was the Lord in First yeah. Peter two nine that said He's not willing that any should perish. Mm-hmm. It was the Lord in John three sixteen that God's desire that none should perish but yep. have everlasting life. It's His heart. He is long suffering. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when we stay yeah. entrenched in that appropriate soil, when we are in the amended soil where the mixture is correct, then that is what we're able to help facilitate with others. I'm not looking at you as somebody that I'm trying to evangelize as a project. I'm looking at you with the heart and the eyes mm. of God. And I believe that all that to say, I believe that this is where God is bringing the shift on this evangelistic focus, mm. that it has to be what is the Father's heart right. towards this person right. or this group of people? Right. You know, it really does adjust everything. And that's why, again, going right back in the past three, two to three years and how the Lord has led our church and where we are right now. So just really, really interesting to kind of lean into even not really maybe how Pastor Zach was presenting the message, but how it's kind of leading and coming about in our lives. No, it definitely does, because it's all going back to taking dominion. Yes. And when we talk about taking dominion, we have to say, well, for what? Mm -hmm. And then, okay, then how? Yeah. And Jesus gives us the what, the why, and the how. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of those interesting things. I was almost jumping out of my skin listening to Pastor Zach because these are some of the fun- fundamentals we teach at the School of the Spirit in the Powers in the Gospel class that I mean, right down to the basics of a lot of people struggle with bad things and a good God. A lot of people struggle with mm-hmm. how evil was oh, loosed, yeah. loosed on our earth. And it's actually really simple when we just read the Bible. We tend to be looking up all the time and blaming God. Blaming God, God, how could you tolerate this evil? How could you allow all this stuff to take place? Well, the truth is, who did God give dominion to from the beginning? It was man. The heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to man. And so when we dial everything back, when we're able to pull back, you know, this is where I would say the heart and the mind come together. We, we, We pull back the emotions for a moment and we look at the world and say, okay, in Genesis 1 and 2, we see that man was the one vested with authority to have dominion on the earth. 
So when man ate of the tree, he actually exchanged his kingship that God established on the earth. He gave that to Satan, which ergo, boom, baby, that's how Satan became the God of this world. So then flash forward, when Jesus comes, he buys that back. Right. Right. And so we're now seated in this place right. in actually a better position than Adam. Yep. We don't get it. Right. But spiritually, right. now we're going to see the full redemption of the soul mm-hmm. and the body. But mm-hmm. spiritually, we're in a better position than right. Adam. Right. Because it can't, it's, as, as you believe on the Lord Jesus, what he has done in your, in your spirit is completely transformed and regenerated. Unlike Adam, it can't be lost again. Mm-hmm. He's already paid for it once and for all. So it's that position of now, now, so we're coming into dominion. Now we're taking that place of dominion. You know, Pastor Zach was in Jeremiah chapter 12, um, leading us all the way through those passages with the uprooting and the taking dominion. And people aren't, aren't establishing it because they're not taking it to heart. Right. So if I don't know what's actually been mm-hmm. done in my salvation and redemption and born again right. experience, how can I begin to step forward and take dominion? I don't know what's been provided you don't for know, me. Right, you don't know what you have. Yeah, how you've been a, how you've been equipped. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's not. It's more than just an equipping. It's a it's a complete changing of our nature and who we are. Yes. Um. You know, we are seed, and you know, I love. This. I know you love this Ephesians one because it's a because it's everything. Like if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Yeah. Okay. That applies to on a much deeper level than just like this physical mm-hmm. earth and body. Mm-hmm. It's spiritual, um, but your spirit is seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. So you are to live heaven to earth. There you go. So every day we are to um, remind ourselves, and I'm reminding myself this right now. Yeah. It's I, how do I live heaven to earth today? Mm-hmm. And because I am seated with Christ in heavenly, in heavenly places, I have been given the authority of, of Christ. He has won the battle. So when I interact with others, it's no, longer, it, it's no longer I who live, but Christ in me, like Paul says. So everything that we do should be reflective of that. Everything that we say yeah. should be reflective of that. Every, everything that we're doing and saying and living, that mm-hmm. soul and body part comes yeah. out of the spirit. Paul says yes. in Philippians, therefore, work out your salvation yeah. through fear and trembling. And when we have a simple understanding of spirit, soul, and body, mm-hmm. and we understand that when we're born again or we're saved, we're born again and saved in the spirit. And then Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells yeah. us we have a responsibility to yep. present our bodies yep. and renew our mind. Yes. So until we see that full day of completion where our soul and our body are redeemed, the onus, the responsibility is on us to work out what God gave us. Right. And, and when we do that, we begin to step into not a power and an authority no. that we've come right. up with. No, because it's never, it's never of ourselves. Yes. But it is taking back yes. the dominion that God yeah. provided in the beginning. Satan was never meant to have authority over this earth. And so this is where we come back to, I mean, last week, Pastor Zach was talking about the tongue and the authority and power that's in our mm-hmm. tongue. Now we're looking at the believing of the heart. I yes. mean, we, we were talking about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Look at how the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. linking these weeks yep. together yep. because there is an element to what we believe in our heart and what we speak with our mouth. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to begin to take back that authority. It's interesting. I'm, pr- I'm sure you have something to say, but I, I was cutting the grass this the other day, cutting the grass the other day, and I was like, 
we have these rehearsals, these idioms, these idiosyncrasies, these anecdotes, whatever they are. I don't really know. But this is the one I used to hear all the time. That person is so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. Mm. Or you don't want to be so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. Whoever said it was either or, Mm -hmm. because my Jesus was extremely heavenly and eternally minded. And did the most earthly good. Well, I would say if you're <laughs> if you're heavenly minded but no earthly good, you're not heavenly minded in the right way, mm. right? You know, I think there are there are some believers where it's like, okay, I got my boarding pass okay. for heaven. All right, I got when you the now. rapture comes, I got my seat. Right, oh, I'm going oh, up on the you know cloud airways. You you're, know? you're literally crawling <laughs> up my back right now. I'm, so, I can't take so it. So all I got to do here is sit here oh. and. You know, no. just grinning bear and, you know, the world's going to hell and, you know, Lord, bring them in. Lord, bring them in. But I'm going to sit here and we're going to have my Jesus time alone. But is that even heavenly minded? It's not. I mean, it is in a sense. Okay. But it's the Lord wants to do a lot more yeah. in you. Yeah. And if you listen, he will give you things to do. Yeah. So even before the fall, man was created in a garden mm-hmm. and he still had to take care of it. Yeah, yeah right. That's true. So we don't think about that. But like work and doing things is part of how God designed us. Yeah. So we are if we are heavenly minded in the proper way, that's if good. we are like Jesus, we will do things. Mm. And so the taking dominion is allowing first, I think, allowing this spirit, the regenerated spirit to take dominion of my mind and my soul. Yep. And from that, as from as my desires change, I'm now going to live as Jesus did. That's good. And then I can take dominion out into the the people and the spheres of influence, the different uh, places where I find myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's really interesting you say that because I do see it as as sort of this outer working. So we've right. got the regeneration in the spirit. We're born from above. We're born again in the spirit. We've been saved. We've been baptized. We've got it. And now I think you're right. Okay, this is a great point. So here's a side I wasn't seeing. Sometimes we can just settle in that and we think it's all about the promise mm-hmm. and the hope of when we get to heaven. Right. But there is still a world here. Correct. Not just that needs working yes. and tilling. But there are people. Exactly. God yeah. himself is not willing yeah. that they should yeah. perish. So why should I be willing? Right. Why right. should I be willing? And, and and the thing is, is like it's supernatural living that we're being called to. That's it right but there. It, but it's going to work out and it's going to look very natural. See, this so, is what I'm feeling. <laughs> this is what I'm living right now. I'm, I'm like, am I weird all of a sudden? Like, no. I feel like we're living in the supernatural, but it's very natural. Yes. Live from the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and expect to see the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. So so in this area, I think this is one of the things we've really talked about for a long time on the Sunday messages. They've come up um, in some prophetic words. They've come up and on the breakdown, we've talked about it. And it's this power and authority. And now we're bringing in the dominion. And it's very, very important that we communicate that it is not about taking my power and my authority. It's not by might, it's not by power. It's by my spirit, says mm-hmm. the Lord. So we understand that all we're doing when Jesus came. He literally breathed on the disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit. As I have done, you go do. All authority has been given to me. Mm -hmm. Now you go. So it's really taking our posture and position from the Lord who sent us out into the world to do the Father's work. Jesus said, my Father's always working. So when we we begin to look at it that way, we meditate on these things in our mind. They become what we believe in our heart. We begin speaking them. I firmly believe one of the things that I have said because I believed it and I firmly believe it. Every, just like Joshua, I believe the Lord has said to me, every place the sole of your foot mm-hmm. shall tread, I have given you. Yep. I believe that. Yep. When I walk into an environment, I'm, mm-hmm. it's nothing about me. I just no. believe my God. Yep. 
And I believe that that environment belongs to the Lord if for no other reason right. than I'm there. Right. And I'm not being arrogant or pretentious no. at all. I'm literally saying this, this is how we bring the supernatural mm -hmm. into the natural. Right. Now, right. we're talking these big areas, but it comes down to the same two things that we all need. And that is our time with the Lord through mm -hmm. Bible reading yep. and prayer. Yes. This is where we're going to get the belief. Yeah. This is where we're going to get the tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, when, and wherever you find yourself, now you, you speak and you live from that place. You know, it, if you're walking in Walmart, just pray over the people that you see. Like, you don't have to go up to them. Mm. I do, you, but this is me. I mean, no, I'm I mean, a if the Lord tells, no, if, if, if the Lord like really I puts know, an impression on you, I know. but there's nothing that's like, there's nothing pray. that says you cannot pray for them. Pray like, for them. You should be praying for the people that are, that you see like, oh Lord, like bless them. I don't, I don't know like what's going on in their life. Like yeah. you might be the only person that's, that's praying for them that day. Okay. So it, it, it can work out in very normal ways like that. Agreed. Agreed. You know, Luke, I love that you're bringing that up because we can think like this big echelon, this upper echelon picture of like, oh, that's the heavenly minded. Mm -hmm. But what God is teaching us to do is to bring it to our reality. Right. Well, because in that passage from from Sunday, you know, what does the Lord say to Jeremiah? It's like no one's taken the land to heart. That's it. So we can't just look at the problems in the world and ask, why is this happening? It's OK. I see this. I have to take it to heart because it's on the father's heart and when mm -hmm. you when, take that whole passage from sunday as a whole god basically like he he explains to jeremiah like what happens and then he says what he's gonna do yes. so god's gonna fix the problem yes. but like do you want to be on the right side <laughs> of it and do you want to be in it yeah right um so we have to take it to heart and taking it to heart is more than just you know giving it you know, the Southern bless your heart, you know, mm. like you have to actually go do something and be accepting of the fact that it, it's going to be very simple steps that, yeah, maybe there's like a big, a big thing that you're going to do, but it's going to look very like a bunch of small, normal steps. This is the thing I know that Pastor Zach was talking about. And we see so often is like, man, I got this word. I got this prophetic word from the Lord. It's got a bird. I got a burden on my heart. And then we just live with that feeling. Right. Instead of the actual what God is looking for. And I think we've missed it. I was I was almost in a sense. Um, I would say a little bit trained this way unintentionally. I was almost trained with the idea that if God is calling it, he's going to make it happen 100 percent. But you're missing a key ingredient. And that's that he chose to cooperate with mankind. Mm. God actually needed Abraham and Sarah to come into agreement mm -hmm. with that word, which is why he spoke for so long. You're going to be, look at the stars. Can't count them. You're going to have that many children. You're going to have that many descendants. Yep. Look at the grains of the sand. I'm going to provide that for you. And, and it really is coming into agreement with that word and believing it. God is looking for us mm -hmm. to cooperate. And in fact, in order for us to see the supernatural come to earth, it's not going to be this cosmic thing yet. God is going to no. do it through yes. his bride. Yes. We have to cooperate with yes. him. Yeah. No, it's, it, 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 and I hope people are getting this. It's you have to really get involved mm. with the people in your life. Mm. Um, and ask, and, and it starts with the people in church too. Um, but, you know, a, a thing that I've, I've noticed and I've seen and I've heard a lot about is, you know, when people come to Christ, they say that you're most um, effective as far as for evangelism for about like the first six months or so, or like a, a very like it's months long. But then after that, 
you get very involved with church things, which are good and they're for your personal development, but it takes away from, we only have 24 hours in our day. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, we, we, I think sometimes almost like selfishly is like we pull away from the mission field. Yeah. Because it's like we, we would rather, and, and, and America teaches us this, our Western culture teaches us like the, the development of self. Yeah. Where it's no, you know, it's all about you coming into like your own self, your own healing. But it's for, again, what's the purpose? It's yeah. so that you would then be useful. Yep. And so you have to, you know, prayerfully, you know, ask the Lord, like, who are, who are the people that you want to put in my life that I should spend some time with? Mm -hmm. it might, and it can just be one person. If we all focused on one person, mm. imagine where we would be. I know. I know. And this is, this is really interesting um, how the Lord is leading us. And, you know, we spent some time on this place of dominion and what that looks like, but there's also the other side altogether, and that is the uprooting, which mm -hmm. the whole time we're talking here, I can't get away from, because I feel that many of us come through a process and we realize we're just like Pastor Zach staring at the tree saying, I don't understand. Everything else around it was planted at the same time yeah. with the same the soil. The tree looks good. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And, and, and yet this one is not flourishing yeah. and it's on its deathbed. Yeah. And you need the expert to come in mm -hmm. and to do the work and do a little test mm -hmm. and say, hey, we need to make an adjustment here. Yep. And I think this is the posture that we have to remain before the Lord that as we may be sowing and reaping and you can look across the line and you can see, wow, like everything else that was sown at this time is doing really, really, really well. But there's one thing that I planted and it doesn't seem to be taking root that well. Yep. And so we need to allow the master to come in. Yes. And evaluate, yeah. run the test and say, hey, here's what's going on. And, and I just love it because you hear Pastor Zach saying, what? I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not uprooting this tree. There's no way. No, it's got to be good. There's got to be a different answer. But you're talking to the master. Mm -hmm. You're talking to the one who knows best. Yeah. And this is that, that tug of war and that soul work sometimes mm -hmm. that we're doing with we the Lord. We have, well, and that's the thing, going back to the master and asking him to, to test your soil. Yeah. And, and, you know, to move you around if he needs to, you know, whatever has to. You know, we, we sing that song, I'll, I'll make room for you. Yeah. Do whatever you want to. Well, that's what this looks like. It's good. You know, and we have to live that way. Yeah. And that's a really good point. And, and even if we think practically, okay, as mm -hmm. we begin to wind down practically, I, I've had these two thoughts on my heart today is like, okay, what, what might need to be uprooted in my life? Maybe there's a belief system. Mm -hmm. I know for me in, in my coming back from my journey and coming here to yeah. HBC, I got the sense that everything that uh, the scripture says, that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And the visual that I've had for years is you've got the foundation and you've got the frame, but everything else has been shaken around it. And the Lord is the one who gets to build up the house the way that it should look. And so yeah. we have to take that into the agricultural side. Mm -hmm. Lord, if there's something that I've planted with good intentions right. or was planted in me yep. with good intentions, and you're now putting your finger on it and saying you want it to be uprooted, Help me to submit to that process. Yeah, yeah. And he'll, he'll prune it. Yeah. You know, that's what Jesus talks about that. <laughs> yep. He prunes it, um, and it's easier to prune when it's small. Oh, yeah. You can use little, you know, little clippers. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <instead> of, <laughs> that's so good. A bigger tool. And at the same time, at the same time, is that an important one right no, there you need to take? Good. Okay, good, yeah. good, man. At the same time, because they're not, they're not these things. I think, Luke, for too long, we're, we've lived in this place. You talk about being on fire for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that period passes and we move into the self-work, the soul work. I think a lot of that is even taught, too, as we start to realize, hey, man, I'm not that put together. 
Isn't it interesting how much work can be done when you're not that put together? And the more time we spend with the Lord, maybe the more aware we become of how frail and faulted we actually are. Yeah. And we need the Lord to do the help and do the work. So what I'm saying is, I'm about to say, where is an area of life that you need to take dominion in? And don't allow the fact that you still need something to be uprooted mm-hmm. to keep you from taking that dominion. Oh, no, it's, it's a they learn as it's together. a learn as you go. Yes, you're equipped as you go. It's a you know we're constantly moving. <laughs> yeah, and you, he'll take care of it. Don't worry. But that's what I'm saying. Um, I feel I feel like the body has been crippled sometimes because we're waiting for that to be uprooted instead right. of just going and doing right. too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because, again, Satan wants to paralyze you. There he is. Yep. And he wants you to feel condemned. He mm-hmm. wants you to feel guilty and shame. So if you're feeling any of those things yep. from listening to this discussion, just know that, that that is not of God. Yeah, The conviction is, but come back into the love of, of Christ and allow his love to change you and yes. then flow out of you. So that's, that's what we're coming back to here. Yes. Um, so it, it is going to be a gentle process if mm-hmm. you cooperate. Yep. <laughs> So it's good. So think about that so, this week, or if you're taking this this teaching to your to your greenhouse, taking this breakdown to your greenhouse and, and Pastor Zach's message from Sunday, think about that. Where is an area that God has been identifying that he wants to uproot? Could be a belief system, um, could very well be a relationship, could be something um, that's not actually producing correctly. So where is that? At the same time, where is God calling you to take dominion? I know for me, this is a big area uh, where I get paralyzed between the two because I'm saying I can't step into taking dominion right. when that's not uprooted or it's been uprooted, mm-hmm. but I don't know where it's being transplanted yet. So right. it's allowing the Lord to lead us through the process. And Absolutely. at the same time, you're a super popular guy, man. You're just it's uh, it's Comcast. It's trying to <laughs> I don't even have Comcast, so <laughs> that's great. They're looking for a <laughs> new some, customer. It's some kind of scam. <laughs> <laughs> so any any yeah. final thoughts from you, bro? Yeah, just listen to the voice of the spirit. Yeah. Live from heaven to earth. Mm. And you know, don't don't fall for Satan's distractions. Yeah. Or the things that he tries to point out in you to keep you paralyzed. Take everything back to Jesus. Again, just heaven, heaven to earth. And know that you are seated in heavenly places. That's good. That's good. Well, from that, would you lead us in prayer? Yeah. Father, thank you uh, for your promises. Mm. Thank you that you will always do what it takes to make us more like Jesus. Um, Father, I just pray for anyone who maybe they don't know what that means. They don't know what it means to ask you to make them more like Jesus. I just pray that uh, they would just submit to you and know that uh, you sent your son to die on the cross for us uh, so that all of our sins could be paid for and that we could live a life of fullness and freedom and purpose and meaning that comes from doing your work. Mm. Um, and I just pray that uh, we would just get involved with the land that you've put around us, the people you've put around us, yes. that we would take it to heart and that we would live from heaven to earth. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, hey, man, it's always good spending time with you. Enjoy the rest of the week. Hey, listen, quick reminder, we've got the greenhouse picnic yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So if you are if you are in a greenhouse... Yep. Um, I believe all the leaders should have told you to sign up for it. So That's just awesome. sign up for it so they have a head count. I'm throwing that so. out there because I think you're, you're going to be doing some fun stuff. Huh? Yeah, for those who can come, it's uh, going to be fun. Awesome. All right. So, hey, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. You're